All right. So this episode of What a Disaster was done before we had uh, all our equipment in place. We had just some some technical stuff that we were working on. We're not necessarily proud of how the sound quality is, but we are proud of the content. And we really want you guys to give this a listen. So please uh, give it a shot. Let let us know what you think. You can complain about the sound quality all you want, but tell us how much you liked the episode before you do that to soften the blow a little bit for us. So, yeah, here you go. Thanks. Richard's notes, by the way, for one of the the fight sequence that starts at the end of the movie, Thor turns into Led Zeppelin (laughs) and burns the rest of the CGI budget in a giant lightning god fight, but Hela is still alive. Another episode of What a Disaster, where we watch and review a disaster movie as close to weekly as we can possibly stand. I'm Gregory Allen, and as, as usual, I'm joined by Richard Sawasinski. Hi, Greg. And Liz Bedore. Hi, Greg. Last week, uh, we had our special guest, very special guest, very, very special guest, Patrick Dunn. Uh, he was he was on the, the, the podcast. We were talking about that nonstop laugh riot, Miracle Mile. Uh, this week, he decided to go a full 180, take something with a little more serious tone. Uh, so he requested Thor Ragnarok, and we chose to have him back. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna handle some some Thor Ragnarok this week, there, Patrick. I actually have been in prison in the podcast studio since last time. Do you know what we talked about this? You want to go back in the cage? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Thank you. So. Good, because uh, I was going to clean it. It's gross in there. We actually, uh, in the in the intro, to it was a good joke of, uh, to give Richard credit. Uh, we wanted to introduce him as a person who has uh, the fastest acting case of Stockholm Syndrome we have personally ever experienced, which I think is, I mean, almost appropriate, because yeah. why would he come back? I love my cage. <laughs> <laughs> and your cage loves you. <laughs> Uh, you guys remember that Patrick Dunn was on the every horror movie on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that's his that's his his shtick. You going back? Now that you've been here with us, I don't know how you could possibly go back. Well, I mean, it depends on if you let me out of the cage. I might have to like phone in to every horror movie on Netflix. I was invited to an episode of every horror movie on Netflix, so I'm gonna have to be two on my episodes. best two episodes, <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna have to be on my best behavior for that. So bring the van. You can bring Patrick and his cage. Oh yeah, there's room in the in the van for the cage. At least I'll make the next two episodes. This is good. good. (laughs) All right. So this is the third Thor movie installment. And if you really, if you haven't seen a dang Marvel movie, just stop. Just stop listening to this. I don't know what your problem is. Don't be a dick. Um no, you can keep living as long as your plan is to go see some Marvel movies. I mean, really, if you are if you were a fan of comic book movies or comic books when you were a kid before comic book movies became a thing, like this is this is what we all dreamed of. Or a fan of movies or a fan of having fun. Eh, fun. Eh, really? No, you must not be. An no, artist. they're they're pretty good. The, the um, I have a couple. I don't want it to turn into a shit on the Marvel Cinematic Universe thing because I'd pr- probably be the only one shitting on the Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> as a whole. You're not the only um, one, man. It's I mean, I have nitpicks. Popular I, right now. I still like the Marvel movies, but I think everybody's getting Marvel movied mm-hmm. out. Uh, so it's probably a good time for them to polish off this first wave of these movies. And, and they're making the best ones now, and we're still kind of <laughs> like. 
I, I no, want to see. Totally making the best. I want to see Black Panther, but I'm not in the same hurry to go see Black Panther as I was for the first Thor movie, which was nowhere near as good. Uh, who plays Thor? Uh shit. Chris Hemsworth. Come on. I knew it was. All right. Why is that a question? For, for, because we're introducing our characters. Oh, okay. We got we got to talk about the the Thor and his little brother Loki, mm. who's played by Tom Hiddleston. Steen? Stein? <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Tom. What? Patrick, can you be? Can you, can you replace Richard and maybe he can go do every horror movie on Netflix? <laughs> sure. Gladly. I hate horror movies almost we, as much as I hate disaster uh, movies. We, we hate most of the movies that we see on every horror movie. <laughs> we are, uh, yeah. That's, I mean, right in. <laughs> I can't, I don't know how you can deal with those movies on every horror movie on Netflix. It's, it's the, tough there are some really awful horror movies. I've watched a couple of them uh, yeah. with you guys, quote unquote. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, those were suffering. Yeah. Like the ones you explicitly told me not to watch were the ones that I went for. Oh, which ones did you watch? Um, oh God. <laughs> Hashtag horror, oh, which was just no. atrocious. Yeah. Um, I've, I, I had already seen a Christmas horror story. Um, Sounds festive. It is festive. It's uh, it's a yeah. it's a Christmas movie. That's, uh, that's a movie. one for the whole family. Yeah. That's a movie. Um, that's yeah. I've watched a couple yeah. other ones that thankfully I managed middle and end. To, <laughs> to block out. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, it's like you guys described on the show. It seemed like the, the people's movies that made it onto Netflix were things that they just made that should have maybe been shown to their friends yeah. and be proud of locally. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of very low budget stuff that feels yeah. like Netflix just needs content. They just need stuff out there, so they buy super cheap. Um, we were talking about Thor and Loki, and uh, the, then I guess they meet their little sister, big sister, big sister, because she's way older than them, yeah. right? They're yeah. she's older than. Pretty much everybody in Asgard, basically. How do you? Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't in Asgard though. So, yeah, how do you like uh, the first two movies, correct? I liked the first one. I think that the second one is underrated. Uh, I rewatched it again recently, and it's not as good as I thought it was, but it's still better than people give it credit for. Which I'm so puzzled by because the first time that I saw that, I, I actually was a defender of it at first, and I recently rewatched, and I was like. Wow, yeah, this is... I rewatched it, and I was just like, you know what? This is my kind of mess. So uh, maybe it's just my kind of mess. Yeah. Yeah, how do you feel about the first two movies, Patrick? Um, the first, I, I've, I've rewatched them both recently, and the first one was actually better than I remembered it being. I mean, the whole thing, the whole franchise rides on the charisma of Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston. Um, and that's the thing that I liked best about The Dark World the first time I saw it. Um, yeah. And the second time I saw it, I was like, oh, there's not enough, enough like Hemsworth Hiddleston chemistry going on here. And I got bored. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, it's probably the weakest of all the Marvel franchises in my mind. Right. Up until Ragnarok, because I think Ragnarok is a banger. I made uh, Liz watch all these with me this week. All Liz, the Thor movies? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is a little, she's a little burnt out on it. But I was like, I really can't just jump into the third one without knowing like the first two. How do you feel about the... <laughs> was that the first one or the second one? Yes. Okay. That was, uh, for those who couldn't see it, those were two thumbs up. <laughs> Her thumbs make that sound. I don't know why. It's kind of a weird quirk about Liz. I, you know, I agree with you about the first movie. I hated it when it came out. First off, I thought Natalie Portman was like watching a, was like watching oh. a mannequin that looked like Natalie Portman act. Like Natalie Portman can act. 
She yeah. she's a talented actress, but she did not put herself in. Would this you role. say it was like watching Winona Ryder play Natalie Portman? <laughs> it was like watching Winona Ryder play. It really was, <laughs> and you know she she didn't have a lot of shots. There was she wasn't in a lot of the scenes. Yeah, and her you're like you're like Tom Hiddleston and um, Hemsworth's chemistry was more romantic than her yeah. chemistry with Tom Hiddle with with Tom yeah. with uh, Hemsworth. She's the most obligatory love interest ever. Oh, without a doubt, and they would like show her face sometimes in like other Marvel movies. That was her like yeah. cameo in the Marvel movies. Like her and picture would be on like a monitor someplace. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've taken Jane to a safe location, and Thor yeah. just kind of like stares really seriously <laughs> at the photo, and then it's on to the action because no one gives a fuck. All right, so now back to the cast of characters in the uh, the, the Ragnarok movie. Ragnarok. Uh, Kate ba- Kate Kate Blanchett. Kate. I've been stammering. I've been all over my words all day today. I think it's the six beers I had at lunch. <laughs> Kate Blanchett plays Blanchetti. Hella, their sister. Who was originally? Uh, I was going to say Loki, uh, that- Odin's executioner, and just murdered the shit out of everybody. And they were just running all over the place, squashing everything and taking it for their own. The nine realms, like motherfuckers. They were, yeah, they were, they were, they conquered the nine realms, right? They, yeah, all, they, all nine realms, and they yeah. stopped at nine. She was like, "We could have done better than just nine. There are dozens of realms. We stopped at nine. There probably I, there may be infinite realms, and they should have all been." They should have all belonged to Asgard. Asperg. Asperg. Ass. Ass. Whatever. Asgard. Um. So Idris Elba is one of, or Idris Elba is is also one of the top build. He's not in this as much, but he does play an important role. Um, yeah, he gets played up a lot more than in the last two. Movies, yeah, he's which I appreciate. He's way more important in this one than yeah. he was in the other two. Yeah. You could you could totally tell though, like they're like, all right, Idris, we're gonna you're, you're Idris. Idris, you're a pretty big deal now. We're going to give you a little bit more of a, yeah. a role in this. People want to see you, so we're yeah. going to let people see you. They want to eat the meat from your bones. Yeah, like the first time you see him, it's this dramatic turnaround, like pull the hood off. <laughs> right. He gets he gets the dramatic reveal. Yeah. Oh, good, he's in this. Yeah. yeah. And you can like see his, doesn't he have dreads? He has like long weight dreads in this, I think. He, he had something weird going on with his hair, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he always, he had the dreads, I think, in the first one too, didn't he? Mm, I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't really remember that Most well. Maybe he's got his helmet on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's in this, and Jeff Goldblum plays the Grandmaster on planet Sakar, Sakar, mm-hmm. uh, which is some weird junk planet that lost travelers end up to because time's all wonky or whatever. The Bifrost. The Bifrost is all. Or they get kidnapped there as I, slaves. I think those are probably the most important characters. There's nobody else in this that's big and green or anything, right? Nah. No. No. You skipped over Valkyrie. And oh, you know what? Valkyrie is pretty important in this. Pretty Tessa important. Thompson, uh, she plays Valkyrie, which is well was part of a, an elite force of women warriors uh, for Asgard until Hela fucking wiped their shit out. She just was fuck them, murdered them all except for Valkyrie, who I guess took the name of their Valkyrie. team. Yeah, she was like, whatever, I'm Valkyrie now. I didn't uh, realize that Carl Urban was Scourge. Yeah, I immediately recognized it, and I was like, I don't think he was in the other ones, but he seems like one of the characters from his from Thor's entourage in the first one, but he's definitely not. He pretends to be in those. He makes that one statement, like, don't you remember? Like, you met me once. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was pretty much how they, they explained him being there. We were at the battle. He was like, oh, yes, okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he shows up in the... Maybe no, he's not in any of the other ones. Nope, that character no. is not in You're the You're thinking other. of Judge Dredd. Yeah, was, no, just Dredd. Dredd. Just Dredd. Oh, Dredd, Judge yeah. Dredd. Just Dredd. 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 
So Valkyrie very is very important. <laughs> helps move things forward. And then there's that big green Hulk monster thing. Yeah. He's also in this movie. Spoilers. There's yeah. a spoiler. Uh, he's in it. Cucumber Bottom Face is in this movie as well as Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, I'm not going to... He's in it for like five minutes. Who cares? Oh, Anthony Hopkins um, was in this movie completely as CG. Sir Anthony Hopkins. They simulated his voice and produced a CG version of Anthony Hop- Hopkins, <laughs> and then they gave him credit for it in in the movie. So they didn't even uh, they didn't even bother to to like have him come out to set. They just showed up at his backyard and filmed him in the outfit he was wearing. And they were like, all right, we're good. Ten minutes is good. We're done. He kind of like progressively phones it in more and more each Thor movie. Like every single <laughs> one, he just seems to give fewer shits. Yeah. He has like one moment where he just goes super bitchy and over the top every Thor movie. Other than that, he's just like fucking high or drunk or I don't know. He's something. I mean. Waiting to cash. In this guy. movie, he's just cryptic and useless. What pills like, are just... old people addicted to? Bingo? Viagra. Yeah, bingo. Yeah, he's Viagra. just in a Viagra haze. He's yeah. Viagra and bingo. Boisha. That's he's, Anthony Hopkins at this just point. Sitting around waiting for the boner to come back. He, he, when the boner comes back, he does another Thor movie. So <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see my Chris Hemsworth. No, I, no, I got I, my boner back. I'm really convinced that the outfit he's wearing in this. In this movie, he was already head on. They showed up in his house, and he has a nice backyard. He's Sir Anthony Hopkins. You think he was wearing that when they showed up, or do you think he pulled it out of a pile of dirty clothes that was yeah. in the corner and put it on? When he was they wearing a robe. Up. He's like, "All right, I'll put on pants, but not the patch." <laughs> so they handled the patch and post. They handled all the hair and post. And then even the flashback, they don't even bother to put him in a different outfit. He's wearing the same thing he was on Earth as the old guy. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's. Yeah, and I mean, you say this because he's in just like a normal suit, and we've seen him in like Asgardian robes and armor in the past two movies yeah and it's weird in this movie because loki did something to him at the end of the dark world but we don't really know what or like where odin is or why he's there give him alzheimer's yeah they don't talk at all about what he did they just yeah. they, they tug and cheek it he's just that's kind it of vaguely banished yeah yeah it's he was in exile from from asgard thanks to uh the Loki. He put, and a, he, spell yeah, he put a spell on him yeah. to screw with his bleh, screw with his brain so he couldn't find his way back. Because Loki is so powerful with his mind spells that he can put a spell on He's God. an ice giant, <laughs> Richard. Yeah. Ice giant. Why don't you just put a spell on Thor? Frost giant. Whatever. It's all the same. They're fucking, fucking blue and big. It's frost or ice giant, whatever. And that's a stupid fucking plot point. It makes no sense. They, and it was stupid they did it in the first they place. Never, they never do anything with it. Yeah. Like after the first one, barely in the first one. Yeah. You're right. They mention it a little bit. He goes, you're not really my brother or something like that. But it's like in all the movies. But it's stupid. Adopted. Yeah, I'm adopted. Doop, doop, doop. It's a stupid plot point. He should just be his brother. I don't understand why they did the frost. Well, you know, it's so Loki has an inferiority complex. Well, Thor's his brother. Yeah. Thor's my brother. I'd have a fucking inferior. If it Chris yeah, Hemsworth, no if I woke up every day and Chris Hemsworth was getting out of the shower, I'd feel like shit too. Like, <laughs> if that's what my face was being rubbed in, yes, I would be a miserable person. I mean, all the Hemsworths are good looking, but Chris is the best looking one in my opinion. Right now, kind of like how we felt when Greg walked in from the shower. Oh yeah, <laughs> towel. yeah. Oh, Greg, I did. I was towel. That was my hair. My body hair just <laughs> oh. it like it looks like curtains hanging from yeah, my dude. body. You got a manscape yep. a little. No, no, no. That's this is how the ladies like it. <laughs> it's true. I, I get a perm so it doesn't drag on the floor. So why was it that like blue color? I get a perm. <laughs> That's what a perm is. <laughs> I made that clear. So this may be it was definitely my first experience with Taika Waititi or at least recognizing who he is. And I, I'm sure Patrick has seen other stuff. Um 
what was your so this is my first one that I recognize as his because it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. What was your first experience that you can think of with a, a, a Taika movie? Um, I should look that up because I know there's one that I'm forgetting, but Hunt for the Wilder People is the one that I've seen most recently, which is a really funny, weird, beautiful, touching little movie. Um, God damn it. Just like Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I saw, uh, sort of. like he's looking at the top. I actually, I saw what we do in the shadows. I didn't actually. Yes. That's the one I'm not. Yeah. That was the one I was. Forgetting. That movie's just great. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's, it's totally just great. Fine. I've not yeah. seen it. It's I'm... a vampire parody basically, but, um, yeah. A lot. I mean, if you're thinking like a uh, scary movie takes on Twilight, it's not that at all. Oh, okay. No, that's good. <laughs> it's got the one it's not. Of. It's not just a spoof flick. It's, it's kind of a, a sharper satire. It's, it's sharper satire. Reality TV vampire thing. Okay. Kind of like oh, a documentary, documentary, documentary. Oh yeah, mockumentary. Mockumentary. It's a mockumentary. Oh, right. I do actually. I Is that the one that. where they talk one. about <laughs> like sandwich fucking sandwiches that I keep seeing quotes of online? I don't like, think so. Why do you always drink so. the blood of virgins? And then he says, like, if you were eating a sandwich, wouldn't you like to know that nobody fucked it first? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally from that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, Jermaine from uh, Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords yeah. is in it. From, you mean from Moana? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is from all sorts Moana? of good stuff. He's the, the crab. I have not seen Moana. <laughs> you haven't seen Moana? Oh, it's really good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's really weird to go to a movie without kids when you're going to see a kid's movie. I do it. I just steal one from the parking lot usually. Their parents yeah. are really happy to get them back. I'm like, you found your lost. I like to go right around like one o'clock in the afternoon too. So it's the stay-at-home moms. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> what are we? Werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> <laughs> werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> What's yeah, this guy? He's from New Zealand. He just has a very specific, very quirky sense of humor that I enjoy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into it, at least as far as this is concerned. Yeah, I like New Zealand humor. So yeah, uh, Greg, Thor's uh, trying Surter. to save save Asgard yeah, as- by fighting this giant red demon thing. Right. Uh, he kills Surtur, or defeats Surtur, takes the crown. To, to, make, sure, to make sure that Ragnarok cannot be started. Yeah, in a goofy way. Like, the goofiest possible Led Zeppelin song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love this sequence, though. So this is so this is sequence you're talking about right now is where Thor really goes to town with his hammer. It's because they take it away from him later. So they're really, like, giving you a lot of hammer porn early on in the, in the movie. And I really enjoyed this because, like, you don't necessarily get a sense of how sweet Thor's hammer is and how much he can do with it in the other movies. But this scene really, I mean, the, the hammer's flying around. You see shit from the point of view of the hammer, and it's just... It just felt like a fun and innovative kind of way to use that prop that sort of seems almost dumb a lot of the time. They also made it look like a like a crutch. I will say they really beat you over the head with Thor's hammer in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does that spinny thing with it where it pushes the fire away. It's like, yeah. what can't this fucking hammer do at this point? Like yeah. Survive getting squashed in a couple scenes. All right. I know. <laughs> That's what he can't do. Yeah. But I, he goes he goes kooky dukes with this thing. He loves it. Yeah, he's he's in love with this hammer. You really get that's what this scene's for to show you how much Thor loves his hammer and how great that hammer. I mean, he defeated the beast that was to bring forth Ragnarok with that sweet ass hammer that he could throw and control, and it flips and flops around. I mean, in like thirty seconds too. Yeah, he just takes care of an entire army of Surtur's forces, and then he's like, "I'm gonna leave." But he doesn't get to leave. Uh, he, <laughs> he definitely has to leave the hard way because we are introduced to Scourge. Oh, I the love guy Scourge. with the most ambitious name and his only his only goal in the movie was to prove himself. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, he was one of Loki's henchmen at the beginning, uh, yeah. which they don't really like drive that point home because I don't think it matters. 
Um, Wait, what are you talking about? That's just standard Asgard bullshit, yeah, right? That so, happens in Asgard. He's uh, like in the comics. No, no, no here in this movie, he knows he knows Odin's Loki and Loki's Odin. Oh, that's right. So anybody who hasn't seen this movie, because right. they're jumping in the third one, in the second movie, the only thing you really have to know is that Loki took over for Odin after uh, after he faked his death. He he saved Thor and dies in the process, but doesn't really die. He fakes his death and it then takes over for Odin and stashes Odin on Earth. So now we jump into this movie, and and Thor is just now finding out, figuring out that uh, Loki is Odin. And Scourge was Loki's buddy. I really like the play though. After uh, after Hemsworth beats up a dragon and all that good stuff, uh, he stumbles in on the play that Odin's watching. Well, Loki Odin's watching. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt Damon is is Loki and uh, Chris. Is that who the other Sam, one was? No, no, no. Sam Neill plays Odin, but Chris Hemsworth's oh. older brother plays Thor in the play, mm-hmm. which is why it looks so much like Thor. I was wondering who the fuck that was. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's one of the Hemsworths. It's Lee. It's well, no, not, not Liam. Liam. It's his, it's, I think it's Chris's older brother. The one doesn't work as much. Michael, probably. I mean, it seems like a name that the Hemsworths would have. Luke Hemsworth. Luke Hemsworth. Oh, go Luke. Because all their names start with L. Liam, Chris, and Luke. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only French one. Oh, he was in Westworld. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Westworld's fun. <clears throat> I've never seen Westworld, it's and I'm going to so use that as a point of pride until it's so popular that people make fun of me for having not seen it. He was not an Independence Day or Godzilla, so I don't know where I came up with that from. That's how I was with Titanic until now. That's probably the drugs we slipped him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. So why did he have? Thank you would be nice. I was a little but... bummed out that Thor killed the dragon at the end. Like it was it seemed a little unnecessary. I don't know that he killed it on purpose. I think the Bifrost just closed and it was. It did. Yeah, it's a yeah. bad deal. And yeah, the dragon just wrong place, wrong time. Otherwise, it could have been buds. So if you like follow somebody through the Bifrost, you're you're pretty much fucking. Make done. sure your whole limbs are through when it's closing. Yeah. Yeah. Keep arms and legs inside the vehicle mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think the body of that dragon ended up on Sakar? Oh, that's a good... after the Bifrost closed. Actually, I think it does. There, well, there's no maybe. Why? There's something on the ground. That that's she puts how that's her hand how Loki through. and Thor got into Sakar was getting shoved through the sidewall oh, of the, the Bifrost. That's just where... its just its body. Its head made it into Asgard. But the head got left in the fire world. I mean, the the body got left in the fire. It was in the Bifrost. It was in the Bifrost. It was being transported. I think only the head it. got pulled up from the Bifrost, and the body was left behind. Yeah. Oh, so, so you only have you have to be all the way in the Bifrost. Oh, okay. Because I thought the dragon was about to. I thought over. the whole dragon made it through. Okay, that's my fault. No, the Bifrost is like a big sort of like tube, and it came right. down and just like, it just cut its head off when the, the tube the came down. Okay, yeah. so that would suck. Oh, there's nothing. Chris's dragon. Chris's brother needs to do some push-ups though. This is the grossest scene with Anthony Hopkins and the way he's eating grapes. Oh, I you know, know what? it's Loki, but do you ugh. think that do you think that he, they shot all his stuff in the same day? Because I did forget that he is actually flopped on the, this couch in this scene. This Chase Lounge. <laughs> actually, that's this is probably Anthony Hopkins's best scene because he does a really great impression. I'm thoroughly grossed it's out. Good. Yeah, actually, I forgot it was so good. I forgot this is actually Anthony Hopkins <laughs> and not Loki. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm making fun of Anthony Hopkins not being in this movie, and he has a whole other like five minutes here. And I totally just he plays yeah. a different character in the same movie, really. <laughs> Although, like, at this point, when, when Thor, like, tries to threaten L- uh, Loki and be like, I know who you are. Like, does Loki actually think Thor's going to let the hammer smash him in the face? Like, th- like Thor's not a murderer. Uh, excuse me? What do you? What did he just do? He's a hero. <laughs> Richard, he was just murdering all of Demon's forces. They go out of their way to have him only murder Do you remember when he went to the Frost of- Giants and started murdering Frost Giants in the first one? 
Dirt. His own brother. I mean, Rick has a point. I don't think he does. <laughs> he. They try to always have him fight things that aren't really people, right? They, they do their best. They're, they're kind of the foot soldiers from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons. Or you know, even in here, instead of fighting as guardians, he fights undead as guardians that she brings back to life. They go out of the way to make it so like he doesn't have to fight. Yeah, he doesn't single, have to fight any real yeah. human-looking people. Right. 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 We're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back with more Thor Ragnarok. Build a statue for me. We will build a big statue for you. With my helmet on. With the big bendy horns. I will tell father what you did here today. I didn't do it for him. I didn't do it for him. Welcome back to What a Disaster, where Dick is a disaster. Welcome back to My Disaster. So uh, today, Dick is seriously a disaster. Uh, so today, we went to uh, the old the old Flicks liquor store for our themed beer of the night, and we got, uh, what was it, League of Heroes, which is a multi-pack of beer from Revolution Brewing. My dudes. They're her dudes. Her dudes. Liz's dudes. Chicago, right? Yes. It's a Chicago brewery. Very recently introduced. Liz, talk to us about this beer a little bit. I haven't had one yet. Hit me with one. Liz is going to tell us about one of the beers that we uh, got from our League of Heroes multi-pack from Revolution Brewing. It is the Crystal Hero. Well, it's an assortment of things. My personal favorite is anti-hero. But we're talking about the one that you've got in your hand, which is what I just said. Why are you trying to take this away from me? Because anti-hero is my No, fine. Go talk about anti-hero instead of the one that I told you to talk about two seconds ago. Anti-hero is good. No, no. Let's hear about anti-hero because I'm bitter. (laughs) No, I'm too bitter. I'm going to need you guys to shut the fuck up so we can talk about anti-hero. Can we talk about anti-hero? 7% alcohol by volume. (laughs) That's it? <laughs> so yeah, both of them are seven percent alcohol. They hail from Chicago, and I found them on one of my work trips to Chicago. Richard, what do you think about your beer, Amarillo Hero? I haven't tried it. Let's give it a shot. He's opening it now, guys. He's drinking the fizz off the top, which probably tastes terrible because it always does. It's really bitter all the you can time. Tell by his face, it was really good. It's okay. He's got an ugly face, and he's making an uglier one. <laughs> Thanks. You always say the sweetest things to me. <laughs> and on my birthday. Guess what? Richard? Your birthday? No. No. His oh. birthday is August. <laughs> oh. What is it? August 8th? 3rd? 2nd. 2nd? So, uh, August 2nd. Edit until I'm right. Amarillo Hero. It's 7.2% alcohol by volume. 72 I got cheated. You did get cheated. I got 1.2% more alcohol than you. How does it taste? It, you know, it... It tastes like an IPA to me. It, I guess it has some Amarillo in it, but I just taste like an IPA to me. It's pretty good. It's got like a nice, like smooth taste. If you've that. never had an IPA, it tastes like biting into a an unpeeled grapefruit most of the time. It's pretty much so what an IPA tastes IPA? like. Are there people out there who haven't had IPA? Probably people that don't drink beer or kids. 
<laughs> who are probably listening. Kids are definitely listening to this shit, right? People adopt mouths. What you, about them? No, come on, man. Three percent mouthless people of the nation. Out there. Is it three percent? Have maltitis? Maltitis. Maltitis. Probably actually an accurate number that we could be using. But Rick's going to make fun of people. Three percent of the population have two mouths, which is pretty much his shtick. If four percent of a population has two buttholes, that's. <laughs> Real statistics, yeah. I've got four buttholes in this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> three of them are mine. <laughs> you guys have to share the, the other, other one. one. No, the, the, you three have to share dibs. the other one. So. I got dibs already. You guys are going to find your own. <laughs> I am drinking Tropic Hero. I feel envious of the human centipede for the first time in my life. <laughs> no, no, you just, you don't be envious of my rectums. <laughs> I just wish I had one. <laughs> How are your butts doing, Greg? <laughs> My butts are great. Uh, they're drinking Tropic Hero India Pale Ale, which tastes like biting into a grapefruit without peeling it. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty bitter, but it's nice. I like it. I didn't like India Pale Ales for a long time. I didn't. I didn't appreciate them. Racist. Um, and then there was the was it the three hearted two hearted ale? The four hearted how many ale? Hearted, how many hearts four were that asshole ale? ale? Just two. There was a fish, <laughs> right? You have. There was a fish and two hearts on the box. Yeah, yeah. And you drink it, and it tastes like bug spray. That, yeah, that was my first experience with. Not my favorite. With uh, people love that beer. Those intensely hoppy yeah. beers. Yeah, it's not great. Hearted, it's one less asshole than you have, yeah. and two more hearts than you have. Yes. If I want this to taste true, if I want to taste too hard, I'd go mow the lawn. It's like somebody just took the grass clippings and shoved them in my mouth. So bug spray and grass clippings are how we're describing two hearted. Go try it. It's from Bell's. Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Delicious beer. For the record, I like two hearted. I do too. <laughs> yes. For it's the also record, mows the lawn. You? Yeah, always. <laughs> Every time. You guys have a lawn that you have to mow? Yeah. You live in like a cottage. No, we live in a... Uh, uh, we live in a townhouse. That's what I said, in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, a townhouse in Detroit. In Detroit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't it say a, a cottage. Lawn. Who said Do- a cottage? Doxing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> These two live in a house in a city, guys. I'm, I'm revealing everything about them. Wow, these two millennials live in a house in a city. Believe it or Come not. Come and get it. They don't own it. They rent. Are we watching a movie? We're watching a movie. We're watching, <laughs> we're watching Thor Ragnarok. It's about... Ragnarok and roll. So we were talking about Taika Waititi, I believe, before we went to break, uh, and how funny and quirky and interesting he is as a director and uh, I'm interested in seeing more of his work after seeing this so that should speak volumes and number dude or snatch is now on screen <laughs> cucumber I monster just... face and I get so excited every time I see him in these movies because he looks exactly like Doctor Strange in the comics and it just it does me does my heart good I, I'm I'm a fan of him as 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 Doctor Strange I would have loved to have seen an old lady play Doctor Strange, though, too. Could you imagine Meryl Streep as Doctor Strange? <laughs> the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> it would have been amazing. I don't know. Oh, a different my. movie. It would have been a whole different movie, but it would have been amazing. Nerds Tell me it wouldn't have been amazing to see. Yeah, it would have been a whole different movie. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thousand and Neckbeards across the world would just keel over immediate heart attack. So they go, they go see the Doctor Strange kind of uh, unwillingly because he kidnaps Loki and sends him to a pit of falling forever and ever. Uh, and they go down there and he's like, hey, get out of my planet because your dad's here. Take him with you and go. Yeah. Right? That sound about right? In yeah. the worst accent in this movie. He sounds like he did in the movie. I feel like it's no different than the Doctor Strange movie. You're right. I love his Doctor Strange. It's so weird. I love it. I hate it. It's like, it's kind of like a John Wayne sort of 
uh, he's voice. Got, so American. He's got yeah. such a strange drawl in odd places, though. It's, <laughs> it's an American accent, but it's a weird American weird. accent. Yeah, I love it. You could not place that. If you were like, Dr. Strange is from... <laughs> Where would you say he's from? Montana. Five. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could. I want to be able to do an impression of it right now. He's got. He's got a slow Southern drawl, but no Southern twang. Say Southern. That's because the twang's not there. Syllables in a, in a weird way. And he's got a vocal fry from the West Coast, but he sounds <laughs> like he's from the Midwest. And it all comes together to be the weirdest possible accent that describes all of America all at once. <laughs> yeah, and I think this whole scene was just to show us how powerful Doctor Strange has gotten since his the first film where he really wasn't that powerful. They're like he's teleporting them everywhere. He gives Thor a glass of never ending beer. All sorts of like funny things of his powers. Yeah, he is effortlessly handling this biz right. with two Asgardian gods. Yeah, I he, can't imagine anyone better playing Doctor Strange like, other than Meryl Streep, who I love, was supposed to play him. Oh, that would have been he terrible. Would, he would not have been good. He would no. Justin Thoreau was supposed to do it. Uh, that would yeah. not have been good. Just I can't imagine anyone other than. What about Barack Obama as <laughs> Doctor Strange? Ah, <laughs> uh, then <laughs> Uh, you're going to be falling for about a half hour. Uh, now go see your dad. <laughs> that was Barack Obama playing Doctor Strange by Patrick Dunn. Because <laughs> they aren't going to go see Odin. You should have Barack Obama on your next time. You know what? Barack Obama, if you are listening ever to this podcast, please, for the love of God, come to my house and, and yeah. record an episode with us. We'd you love it. You should have me in character. <laughs> well, now you ruined it. <laughs> well, I, I want the real Barack Obama in hopefully less than three years to come on the show and he can do a disaster movie about the Donald Trump presidency. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. What a disaster <laughs> will completely jump the shark. When Oliver Stone makes in his inevitable movie about Trump. Oh yeah. Listen if you this. haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, which is an entirely possible thing because the movie is pretty new, yeah. we're going to ruin everything for you. Maybe stop listening now. In fact, we already have ruined some of it. Well, yeah. The movie ruined everything. Thor dies us. at the yeah. end. After, after the boat goes down. I didn't know what was going to happen in this movie yeah. until I saw and I was really pissed off that it spoiled so much of this movie when I did it. <laughs> when you saw the end, you're like, God damn it, now I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's the kind of thing that I don't appreciate about movies. <laughs> so this is the part where shit hits the fan, though, right? This I is... mean, I wouldn't really call it shit hitting the fan. Odin gives him no information. No, no information. There's, there's he no... Like shows up and fucks up. He just turns shit. into glitter. It's their sister. They're going to hang out and then they're going to go play euchre. <laughs> Odin had... A very long time oh, that's to right. plan Odin for this, died. right? Like, Odin knew this was happening. Odin knew that when he died, eventually one day, that Hela was going to come back and destroy everything. He was very familiar with this. Back? Yeah, I, that's what yeah, he, says. he says. He says he's, he's holding her back. He's holding her back. Is, yeah, exactly. Oh. He's 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 controlling the seal, and once he dies, the seal will be broken, and she's out. Oh. Yeah. And so she... she Spoiler so he alert, Odin dies. Loki to show up before he dies. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? They're here. They got this shit. And then he croaks. Mm -hmm. He turns himself into sparklers and vanishes over the ocean, which is what Glitter I would Glitter Glitter. Glitter spawn. Yeah, glitter spawn. Oh, man. I just love any time that Hiddles and Hemsworth are staring at each other and breathing heavily. Are they going to make out? Are they going to fight? Like, Why are they tired right now? so much slash. Because of all the push-ups they did before the scene. I mean, they were both definitely panting at one another for some reason, and they were not doing anything but sitting next to a rock. So Maybe they took turns picking it up. They didn't show that part. Dude, their dad just turned into glitter. Leave him alone. Yeah, when my dad died, this is what I did. <laughs> oh, they're 
there she is. It, it, like, like I said, nothing. He isn't like there's a weapon you can use. He wasn't like, hey, Thor, by the way, that hammer, if you love it, don't throw it at her. She, 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 yeah, she if knows he would have said yeah. that, that would have been really helpful for him. Nothing. He gives him nothing. But you know what? He wanted Thor to be his own man. He wanted to know that he was capable of taking care of Asgard. So he just throws him into the thick of it. He fails. He does not take care of Asgard. First of all, spoiler alert. Second of all, Asgard has never been a place, Richard. It's a it's people. A people. <laughs> also, spoiler alert. Asperg. Asperg. I love how much Kate Blanchett clearly loves being in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shakespearean actress, best actress nominee. Yeah. Just amazing talent. She's chewing the scenery the whole time. Yeah. Super campy. Yeah, villain. She has her mouth wrapped around like every piece of scenery in this film. Like yeah. she's just chewing eye. But it's great. I love it when people can throw pull that off. I agree. She like she. I was never once like, oh, this nondescript villain isn't evil. Like she's right. an evil lady who wants to murder everything, and her hair is fantastic. Right. The she's, whole point. Is she evil, or does she just want to kill everybody and rule? The, oh, that okay. Yeah, evil. Yeah, well, I, I mean, she reminds me of once I talked my way through it. <laughs> Did it work? This may not be the best example because I realize a lot of people hate this movie and probably this performance. But she reminds me of Uma Thurman in Batman and Robin because Uma Thurman <laughs> knows how to do the scenery in the perfect way. And oh, yeah. she knew that movie was garbage while she was making yeah. it. And she did everything she could to have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, she's having a blast. God, that movie. Was the fact bad. that you remember her over like I disagree. I love the it. fact that you remember her over Stallone. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, over Schwarzenegger, who is also eating every piece of scenery in the room. You know, that's that's a lot to be said. Yeah, yeah, it's a different different thing. Also, I love every time that Hella like runs her hands through her hair and then it turns into this headdress that's an exact copy of the way Jack Kirby drew the headdress in the. Comics. I don't have a reason for it, but I hate that. I hate the yeah, I hate the like running her hands through her hair and then it's the headdress thing. Yeah. And I don't like the headdress. Huh. I, wow. That's just opinion. I mean it doesn't matter. It didn't affect the movie. It's still I think she's a great character. So this part drives opinions, me opinions opinions are like assholes. Every yeah. everybody's got one except you who has three. I, yeah, three. Who's got one book crack. And they're all great. <laughs> they're all perfect. Crack's <laughs> <laughs> in a medical journalist, the man with the most perfect apple asshole times three. And also opinions. <laughs> so when when they go up to Asgard, because hello well, hang on, you're jumping you're getting ahead of yourself. This part drives Just, me crazy, though. She gets to she gets to fucking Thor throws her his hammer. He's like, "We're gonna stop this lady," yeah. and he throws his hammer at her. By the way, probably pretty fucking hard. And she's like, catches it and is like, "Whatever, man." Smashes it. Smashes yeah. it. One handed. Just crushes it with one hand. She was worthy. Which I do question mm-hmm. how she does mm-hmm. that. Because Loki. Like, like if, this. if it's a thing where it runs in the family, then Loki should have been able to. She used Loki to wield is it. an adopted sibling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, also. because mm-hmm. she's a blood. She's blood. Also, Patrick, if you watch the movie, when she tears down the ceiling. I don't know. Did you watch the movie? Did Ooh. you even watch it? Oh, this one. Oh, was I supposed to watch? The Thor Ragnarok. Oh, no. We're, we'll help you out. We'll walk you through it. So, so yeah, she goes to... She, she smashes goes, the ceiling in, in, in Asgard. so much later in the movie. And it shows her holding the hammer. That was hers originally. That was her hammer. Was she holding the hammer yep. on the ceiling? I yep. didn't even recognize yep. that. Oh, shit. Yep. Oh, oh, see, look at Richard schooling attention. us on I read these Thor. notes. That's why I had to pay attention. I um. That's but, true. Odin did enchant the hammer later to be... He who he whosoever uh, be worthy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe well, it was maybe so worthy to Odin means different things at different times because I mean she was his she was his henchman. So yeah, yeah. She didn't wield the hammer. Mean, she just can broke she it. Fucking you know? wreck people. So yeah. She didn't try to keep the hammer. She just wrecked it. She was like, I don't need this. 
not necessary. So if people grabbed it by the bottom part, they should they would have been able to pick it up <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it was just a handle. They're not trying to wield it. They just say, uh-huh. if you grab the handle and wield it, that's yeah. the problem. Exactly. Seen in the age of Ultron would have been so dick. Loophole. <laughs> just, oh, so what? <laughs> yeah. Laughing at. You ever read the co- Stanley walks over <laughs> and just picks it up from the bottom. <laughs> That'd be great. You know he's gonna pick it up. It, it, like it's gonna get remade somehow, reforged in Excelsior. The, in the Infinity War movie, and he's gonna pick it up at some point. You know it's gonna happen. We will. I'm so stoked for that. It probably won't happen. So what, what but Hela- if it does, it's expected. You heard it here first. That's right. the important. No, totally. But when, when Hela gets up to Asgard, there's a really quick scene where she kills all of Thor's friends from the first two movies. It's, it's just two of them. Yeah, but like they survived so much. The one guy got stabbed yeah. and then survived. And but he still, dies. She, she gets up there and she kills the two of them and there's Scourge. This yeah. is kind of an important point in the movie because this is where we like she's like, oh, you look like a fellow that can survive with survival skills and brain or whatever. It's the tattoos on his head. It's the tattoos on his. Yeah. They're not even tattoos. They're like embossed in there. Nobody fucks with the, the fuck guy who's doing on his head like Asgard, that. But yeah, exactly. Uh, so I mean, he doesn't do anything to prove himself. Just doesn't get mopping. Yeah, yeah, he's mopping, and she's just like. All right, you're my bud now. And then his friend moves one of Thor's friends. I don't remember their names. They were in the first two movies. They fought alongside Thor. Warriors 3. They were very important. The Warriors 3 were very important. Vandral, Vostag, and... uh, The other one. It it bummed me out that it was a throwaway. It bummed me out that it was a throwaway. It bummed me out that Scourge gets so much, and these two actors who had worked so hard in the first two movies... I think it's trying to establish how powerful she really is. But she she throws a second knife at him. She destroys everything. Even making a joke. She flippantly throws a second knife and kills the guy twice. It's like, that's a bummer. She is... Destroying everything Thor loves within minutes of meeting him. Well, Liz, you're safe because you don't love Thor and Thor doesn't love you. You don't know that. Thor loves everybody. <laughs> Thor loves everybody. Do you, you know, know what I love, though, is the uh, set for the Technicolor dump. That's the only set I like in this movie, and it's awesome. The only set? This yeah. is really? Yep. The one with the most unique sets of all the Marvel movies thus far, and this is the only thing you like? I it never said I liked the like other this. Marvel movie sets. I like this set. <laughs> Man, your opinions uh, your opinions are like are everybody worst. else's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist. This like natural sets and stuff, I think, right? And like this is kind of this is definitely like a manifestation. She likes art set. deco yeah. and trees, apparently. Is that, that a, what this dump looks like to you? <laughs> might as well. How would you how would I you would say, say it looks like art deco? Because <laughs> I don't know. Art deco is a dump. Well it's not Does art deco. It's just, uh, I don't know. Burning Man. Burning Man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This whole sequence actually has some... uh they play with the set more or less yeah. like uh, we're introduced to Valkyrie here and as she's getting off her ship she falls off the thing because she's a drunkard and she when she gets up and leans over she leans on something that's in the dump and it's like the corpse of some fuzzy animal gross. and her yeah. goes right through it it's super gross <laughs> I want to I want to set the record straight right now she's a fucking slaver Yes, like, absolutely. She is the worst person in this movie, maybe. And it's other totally than mass, fetishized. Like, like, one of the worst people in this movie. Yeah, and it's fetishized, and she's treated... She's a slaver, and Loki's a mass murderer. And, and Thor just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. He has all his friends, all the Revengers are terrible people. The Hawk had been murdering people in the arena for years with, with no consequence. He killed Doug. He killed Doug. Poor Doug. Poor Doug. Oh, but... And Thor's like, you guys are all cool with me. You're cool with me. You know what? I mean, Thor's got to work with what he's got. Also, yeah, Hulk has been a a big help to saving Earth. You should thank him instead of mock him. So... Have I ever met Hulk? 
I will not be mocking him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Valkyrie is drinking herself stupid because she's stuck in this shit situation and feels like she has no way out. Yeah. And Loki, These are tortured characters. Loki's just a piece of shit. I mean, yeah. Loki is definitely a piece of shit, but he's always been a lovable piece of shit. He, except for wait, if you were in America, in, in America, if you were on America, on American soil, <laughs> when he came through and murdered everybody with the Tesseract, you would have been like, oh, what a charming man. You'd be like, why are you murdering my friends? He, he, he didn't really kill a whole lot of people that weren't security or armed personnel. I mean, he was gonna. He's trying to, but he 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 didn't go out of his way. What about all the aliens he let into the, that killed you people? Can't blame Loki for somebody else's actions. He wanted that to happen. He didn't like want them to come in and have a tea party. He wasn't like, "Hey guys, want to hang out, watch was, a movie?" I mean, I know we saw scenes where he's obviously told otherwise, but maybe he thought that they were nice people and they were going to come hang out and coexist yeah. peacefully. Might as well ignore those other scenes. <laughs> I mean, there's something here about the escapism of the Marvel movies, though, right. because I mean, it's it's you know different from the DC thing where. Um, Superman and Michael Shannon are punching each other through a city for two hours. Instead, in Avengers, you get a really specific sense of the Avengers saving lives, but not necessarily a lot of people dying. You know, yeah. I mean, it is it's fictionalized and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and it doesn't necessarily make sense that we should like Loki at this point, but it's escapism. We want to like that character. We want to like that actor because he's so yeah. charismatic. He's fun. And it reminds me of my other favorite film franchise, Fast and the Furious, where Jason Statham was a fucking insane maniac who murdered a shitload of people in Fast 7. And now he's he's a hero. <laughs> yeah. He's a comic relief. And That's I funny. love that. Like, it's escapism. That's what I want out of these. Yeah, but you got to point it out. Fun. You got to point it out. It is escapism, but you have yeah. to point... I think also... I feel a... like, you know what? You actually have to point out how awful these characters are for yeah. people to really appreciate what they're rooting for when you watch this movie. I always thought of it as Thor's kind of this guy who's who's going to live a very long time and he does value life, but he's not going to hold... He, he's not going to hold one life that valuable because he lives thousands and thousands, millions of years. You know, he's a god. So for him, it's like, well, we can move on. Like, I'm going to be stuck with you for a very long time. So let's keep trying to move on. Let's keep... Because he's... Because, you know, Loki's a god too. So there's some sort of like... I guess he gets some sort of privilege when it comes to life, you know, because he's a god and he helps make the universe work. And But it's still kind of frustrating how, how like that girl just takes people as slaves and also ends up being kind of Thor's love interest, even though they never really rectify the fact that she's brought people into bondage. That you know? planet is a lawless wasteland. Yeah. And at that point in Thor's situation, his choice was get eaten or become a slave. And I feel like he got the better of the two deals there. Start the Revengers. That's right, and maybe even maybe he'll get revenge against Valkyrie. You don't know. And uh, we're we're watching this scene right now where Hela just murders all the Asgardians so Thor doesn't have to. They're not you, Asgardians. They're Asgardian soldiers. You figure like at least some of these guys would have joined her, right? And oh yeah. For the, I was thinking about that when I watched this. Was why aren't any of them like going? You know what? We're a warrior group who are built for this. We should be. Bending knee to this woman and hanging out and maybe going and conquering some biz. Not a single one. No. Well, maybe Scourge. one. But yeah, he does He wasn't really part of the army, I don't think. I mean, look at him. He's like, what? What's he gonna do? Right. Right. Like, he's been he knows buying his time and looking for an opportunity. She just murdered every friggin' soldier, and they all kept fighting. Shut up. You guys think very seriously about these. <laughs> 
I loved this. The, pretty much all the direction and cinematography in this, I pretty much loved. Well, and we have it on mute right now, so we can't hear it. But one of the biggest '80s influences in it is Mark Mothersbaugh's score. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Devo frontman score. I mean, it sounds unlike any other Marvel movie. They do the Willy Wonka song right here. This is my favorite scene when he's into the tunnel and they play the Willy Wonka song and he comes out screaming. And there's a and there's a Jeff what, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, just a <laughs> big bad Jeff Goldblum. Like just yeah. looking at him like who so also is a Jeff Goldblum is Huge the grand. Grandmaster, who is a despot leader of the entire planet of Sakaar, basically steals this movie using honestly. using every dictatorship rule in the or play, uh, trick in the playbook to demonstrate his authority. He loves you like no one else will. That sort of thing. And I'm sure he had the same sort of North Korean propaganda going on throughout. Yes, the some arbitrary slaving rules, too. Like, I guess if you get a little thing stuck to you, you're a slave. If you don't have a little thing stuck to you, you're not a slave. And that's the only thing that separates the two. Little zapper thing. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it may be that, pod. Maybe, that nope. maybe citizens can't be slaves, citizens of Sakaar. So you find your way to the right place when you get sucked in. You're fine. I mean, I don't know how the planet works. It looks like it's totally kooky dukes. It's a super arbitrary slave slave situation. Kooky like. dukes, by the way, is from Moana. So oh, okay. I, I love the phrase. The Rock says it. So how could it be bad? Kooky dukes? Kooky dukes. I just love the design of this movie. I love the color and just... Everything pops. This is... I yeah. uh, of, of all the Marvel movies, this one succeeded most in being a comic book as well as a movie. Yeah. There's my hero. Yeah. And so we're at the point where we meet Korg for the first time, uh, who is voiced by... I can't find it in my notes. Who's it voiced by? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. He's the uh, the director of the movie. He's got knife for hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Korg, Korg steals the show sometimes, too. His, all, all his all of his lines are, are, are hilarious. He's like an eight-foot-tall rock monster. And he sounds kind of like this. He's very polite and high-pitched. <laughs> He's got the accent that Chris Hemsworth should have because he's from Australia, but they yeah. made him British. He's exactly. from New Zealand. Yeah. He's a Kiwi. Oh, Come well, on. They get mad. Australian do continent, that. but okay. Australians are all criminals. Everybody My knows bad, that. New Zealand. Honestly, I don't know anything about this movie, the Hemsworths or you. <laughs> well, that's hurtful. <laughs> Taika Waititi, if you hear this, please call us. Oh, God, please call us. I'd love to take a call from that. Can we, can we interview you for our podcast? Will you call please? me Doug the whole I'm gonna, time? <laughs> I'm going to find an email address for you and send our podcast to you as soon as I can. I love how he calls Thor Doug. <laughs> Even like after Thor's proven that he's way better than Doug. Right. <laughs> another day, another Doug. <laughs> I would have liked this movie way way more if there was more of him. Yeah. Bye, new Doug. <laughs> he, he's this potentially very imposing looking rock creature, but just speaks and acts in the most <laughs> yeah. gentle way. He's, he's so ridiculous. And they never ruined it by showing him fight either, right? He they kind of would have ruined it if they showed him fight. They never show him fight. Even though the comics, he kicks ass. He doesn't do anything in this movie, but... Like, he talks about starting a revolution, and that's why he's trapped on Sakaar, and he's like, I didn't print off enough flyers, and only my mom and her boyfriend, I hate him, showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just, I mean, that's that's Taika's humor. Yeah, it's it's so good. Uh, apparently I want to toss us to a break, buddy. We'll be right back with more Thor Ragnarok and a lot of rambling. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ramble Rock? Thor Ramble Rock. Hey, 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 take it easy, man. 
Over here, a pile of rocks waving at you. Here. Yeah, I'm actually a thing. I'm a being. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Korg. I'm kind of like the leader in here. I'm made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> Just a little rock, paper, scissor joke for you. This is my very good friend over here, Meek. He's an insect and has knives for hands. You're a crone, aren't you? That I am. How'd you end up in here? Oh, well, I tried to start a revolution but didn't print enough pamphlets, so hardly anyone turned friend who I hate. As punishment, I was forced to be in here and become a gladiator. Bit of a promotional disaster, that one. But I'm actually organizing another revolution. I don't know if you'd be interested in something like that. Do you reckon you'd be interested? Ah, yeah, nah, this whole thing is a circle. But not a real circle, more like a freaky circle. Back to um, Thor being like, uh, Loki, bro. I thought we were bros, bro. <laughs> Why didn't you help me, bro? Why'd you help me, bro? <laughs> and Loki's like, because uh, I'm a dick, is pretty much it. Actually, to be fair, Loki wants to hang out with Thor, but he wants Thor to do what he wants to do. Like, I don't want to do what you want to do. I want right. you to do Loki what I want to do. Like, all the time. Loki wants to be a little whiny butt and hide from people that are more powerful and scary than he is. And Thor wants to face this stuff head on. Loki wants to take over the Grandmaster, too. He's like, we'll take over. You just help me. Right. No, I do like I do like when he goes in to fight the champion. Finally, he finds out it's Hulk. The champion like, is Hulk? Yeah. I just thought it was some big green guy. And he's like, Wait, hey, it's my friend. <laughs> the whole time, he's like, he's just like, he's a friend from what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a cheesy line, but I'm all right with it in this. He's like, he's like, you're embarrassing me. I told everybody you're my friend. <laughs> that, I think, is the one that I like and appreciate the most. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> that that line, you mean? Yeah, because like later on he goes, "You're embarrassing me." You told me, I told everybody. What's we the matter friends. with you? You're yeah. embarrassing me. Yeah, I also love Loki's reaction and and the way Hiddleston plays it in this scene because he is just losing his shit. Because last time he saw the Hulk, the Hulk just tore him three new. Ends. I actually yeah. forgot about how he did it. How he grabbed Loki by the yeah. feet and they CGI. It was a hilarious piece of CGI to make him look like a rubber band yeah. and they smashed him up and down yeah. like really fast. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a very like Looney Tunes way yeah. to I love know. it. I love it. But he does the same thing that Thor and Loki just like I didn't catch this the second, third time I watched it and Loki gets really excited. He's like, how does that feel? It's yeah. so good. Yeah. But Thor just gets right back up. So the Hawk cheats to win this fight. He so. definitely, he doesn't realize he cheated, yeah. but he cheated. I like later on when they're like, how'd you get here? He goes, winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thor um, has a, let's call it an epiphany, where he recognizes, like, he's he's getting his shit pushed in by the Hulk and has this, like, flash to seeing Odin and just keeps flashing back to it. And suddenly he is empowered with lightning. The Zap Zaps. Sparkles. Sparkles. His, his sparkle fingers. It's very Goku. So this is where he goes Super Saiyan, right? Yeah. He gets yeah. A, he gets his Super Saiyan Zap Zaps, and he just busts Hulk's shit in super hard. But doesn't do shit to Hulk, because you really honestly the Hulk. Yeah, I mean, the Hulk is in, invincible. I mean, there is no stopping the Hulk. Well, there is. If you're um, Scar Johansson, and you talk about the sun or whatever. Right. right? No, the sun's for. getting real low, big guy. Yeah, real low. Let me come stroke your palm. <laughs> Let me come touch you. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be That's you'll be a, fine. It's an erogenous zone. That dumbass, the Grandmaster, fucking cheating his shit. Zaps the old. You know why? You know why he did this? Because he had so much invested in that giant Hulk face that he's having built into his building, and he was like, "I'm not putting a Thor one up there next." <laughs> oh right, <laughs> yeah. Too much. I love his his remote taser too. It's magenta colored. Yeah. And just 
No, it's it so, matches his nail polish. It matches everything about the Grandmaster. I actually was a little upset with Hawk for this for the move at the very end here. Thor's obviously like knocked out from the taser, and he takes the opportunity to jump a like thousand feet in the air. And is pushes shit, away. and that's such a cool scene too. I love the way that looks and how that played out. Like that giant jump, and the camera pulls back. Yeah, it pulls pulls back. back. It shows him, and yeah. then it shows his reflection while everybody's watching it up at the top part there, and then he comes plummeting back down. And you're and Thor just, for a second, for mm-hmm. just a second, and, he, and Thor puts his hand up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is really not gonna. I'm surprised he have a broken arm. Like. Uh, he's an Asgardian. Yeah. He's a god. It still hurts. He's like, it's hurt. He gets hurt all the time. Yeah. I mean, has he ever really said, like, ow, I'm hurt? We've got a situation on Asgard, yeah. right? Asperg. Um, Asperg. Kate Blanchett's ready for a Seven Dust concert. Hella Everybody is, else is. Hella is trying to wipe out all of Asgard because she wants to be, she, well, she wants it to return to the glory that she knew with Odin, where they were conquerors and destroying everything they came across and claiming it as their own. And she could wear as much. And she could wear as much um, smoky eyeshadow. eyeshadow as she could eyeshadow. possibly apply yeah. to her face. Yeah. I like the smoky Taking look. some inspo. Grandmaster has seen fit to keep Thor alive, uh, bunks him up with the Hulk. Um, Thor kind of strikes up a conversation, is like, hey, help me out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Hulk is kind of, you know, no, I'm not interested in that. How do you guys feel about Hulk's voice? The, like, auto-tune? The weird the auto-tune. Super mutant. Yeah, it's definitely different than it was in all the, the Avengers movies. It sounds more like yeah. they're just trying to pitch correct some guy whose voice isn't quite deep enough. But he's also a lot more talkative as the Hawk in this right. movie. He's, he's not just saying smash and he's not monosyllable. I didn't like it the first time, so but the second and third times I watched the movie, I did. I yeah. didn't notice that, but I don't notice subtleties of, of voices as it's, much. It's, you guys have, have uh, commented on the accents and such. I don't necessarily notice when an actor is slipping out of an accent. Mm. So I don't know. It depends for me. something about sound. I also don't pick up on scores a lot in movies, but in this one, I fucking did. Yeah, okay. oh, I didn't know so that. Good. I didn't know that. that. That makes us interesting. I, like, as soon as I started watching it, I picked up on it and I was like, it's got to be. And I yeah. looked it up and yeah, it was Mark Mothersbaugh. Um, I'm a I fan of his. About it. I fucking hate you. No big deal. Yeah, Patrick Dunn interviewed Mark Mothersbaugh. The three people in this room with me, Patrick, Liz, and Richard, claim to be my friends, but none of them said, Hey, Greg, I see you put a new faucet into your bathroom up here that we've all used. Nice work. <laughs> That's probably because none of us saw Hey, it. Greg, I see you put or, a new oh, faucet. Oh, nice work. Do you guys not wash your hands? Uh, last I week I did. Mm-hmm. Not here, but <laughs> <laughs> I washed them. Fine, Richard. That makes I've been sense. in a cage for a week. I haven't been <laughs> right. So, how do you guys feel about the exchanges? Exchanges between Thor and Hulk when uh, when the the Thor wakes up in the the room with Hulk. He's right that the room is ugly. <laughs> Pick a color. Pick a color. <laughs> I actually really liked it because it like it, it plays with Thor's part of Thor's personality. It's just kind of this like bro guy who just wants to like hang out and have a good time, you know. And the Hulk is kind of like that with him. They actually kind of like they complement each other really well. I yeah, thought I love the bro shit between them, and I hope that it continues. Bro in down Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, I hope the they bro down. friends. The Nobody's bro. friends with Hawk. Nobody likes Hawk, and he likes Hawk. It looks like. He's the only one that could really of the of the Avengers. He's the only one that can stand up to Hulk, and I, they they deal with that a little bit with uh, with the the first Avengers movie, yeah. where he and Hulk have their little battle. The, the, what other Avenger would have been able to stand up to that 
situation. Thor and Hulk are in the Hulk's, uh, we'll call it the champion room. And <laughs> the room champion, champion Hulk tells Thor, the loser, by the way, of that fight, that he got there on a Quinjet and then shows him that, you know, points it out to him. And that's totally where he sees, we're calling it the tube steak, right? Hulk's tube steak. Yeah. <laughs> he sees a big green tube steak for sure. That's called a callback when we talk about something that happened previously. So if you haven't heard the tube steak conversation, go back and listen to our Miracle Mile episode. You'll love it. So they get to the Quinjet so that Thor can get off the planet. And Hulk sees the Black Widow video of when he was taking off in the end of uh, Age of Ultron and starts reverting to Banner and starts just beating the holy hell out of himself to try and stop the Banner transformation, destroys the Quinjet so it is no longer functional at all for poor Thor. You know what's the interesting thing about Hulk is still in all of these movies, even with the state of CG and how, how good Hulk does look in these movies, is they still can't make that transition from CG Hulk to Mark Ruffalo. You never see it on camera. Cut. It yeah, is always a cut. Yeah. I, I, yep. They did it in a TV show. I don't know why they can't do it. <laughs> they, I think there's every, a really even, specific, like, <laughs> anamorph-like fetish that would really get down with that if they the, could pull it off. Oh, yeah. Once uh, they've got that figured out, there are going to be so many weirdos masturbating to it. <laughs> I, just like everything, really, if you think about it. When he transforms so in... Um, profile. Good. Yeah. A bunch of weirdos in, in both masturbating. Of, <laughs> in both Hulk and The Incredible Hulk... When he transforms, it's very much treated kind of like that Wolfman transformation where they show the body parts transform yeah. before they reveal the whole. Yeah. And it just, it's cheesy. Fucking weird. Yeah. Banner, Banner has been trapped. He, he describes it as being locked in the trunk of a car as Hulk drives it around for two years. <laughs> that, I, that would be, that would be a rough two years, I imagine. So yeah. He's, he's behaving erratically. And <laughs> fucking Thor keeps, sun's going down, big guy. The sun's going down. The sun's real low to him nonstop. And it's really funny. And it is apparently not helping. Thor and Banner do not get along as well as Thor and Hulk do. No. Like, they do no. not have the same chemistry, which is funny. That's the point. Like, he just was really trying. fairly childish, too. Yeah. Thor, Thor and Hulk have at least a similar sense of humor, if nothing else. And so they, they work better together, for sure. <laughs> and he, anyway, they're, they're, this is... Fairly uneventful stuff going on here. Except but for the best um, costumes in the movie. <laughs> Paper mache Hulk faces yep. dancing in the Yeah, they're basically like a Hulk-themed Mardi Gras. Yeah. Part of this. I love this. The the giant hologram of Grandmaster tells everybody to start celebrating his champion, the Hulk, because he knows the Hulk loves when people cheer for him. <laughs> yeah. And that he's hoping that'll, you know, draw him out. But it, but it doesn't. They just he, does, he doesn't take into consideration yeah. that maybe the Hulk could turn into a small person. He doesn't know. Just, uh, yeah, he has no idea. No, instead they steal the Grandmaster's ship, and uh, it's his like it's his birthday party ship. And they, uh-huh. like, <laughs> so they're gonna escape Planet Sakar by they, well, they, Thor's plan was to steal it, to hop the Quinjet and get the fuck out. The fucking Hulk. But Hulk smashed the shit out of that motherfucker because he's a little punk. Ass he was bitch. sad. Thor was leaving. Shut the fuck up. He's like, don't go. No, friends stay. They're <laughs> 
So we get all kinds of cool G.I. Joe lasers. Love and the purple statue of the Grand Master in the back. They go to steal a, a spaceship from the Grand Master so that they can fly it up the Devil's Anus, which, what did he say it was? A collapsing star in a, an Einstein-Rosen bridge? Yeah. yeah. No, he sure. said it was on Greg's face. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was my face hovering in the sky with clouds and a bright light flying in and out of it with junk. And They are going to fly into Greg's <laughs> They're going to fly into Greg's face, otherwise known as the Devil's Anus. Can we talk Talk about how much I hate um, Two Broke Girls as a TV show. I have not seen it. I've never seen it. Kat Dennings drives me nuts in the Thor movies, but she is pretty. She's the only decent female actor in the first one. <laughs> it's a very, very low bar. This is when a giant fucking wolf runs down a rainbow bridge. It's <laughs> shot by a fucking spaceship, and then the Hulk fights it. Like, what else do you need, man? When you say it like that, <laughs> what else do you go to the movies for? Hulk, Hulk got dumped off the bridge and was busy with that wolf thing, and everybody started to look like they were going to be getting their shit pushed in by these crazy... <laughs> and then the song comes in and Sorry. all the tension is Cord gone. Cord came on in the middle of a sentence and I can't not laugh when I see him because everything about him is great. Hey, mate. Hey, I'm Cork. I'm Cork. This is me. We're going to get on that chip. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get out of here. It's so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Loki shows up like, I'll just say I'm here to save you all. See, there's so much good character yeah. shit in this fight. <laughs> so Hulk is fighting a dog underwater, which right. bleeding should be incredible, but Richard hates it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like three seconds, to be honest. Oh, that's not enough. It's, this is too long, but it's not enough. I mean, no <laughs> Who are you? This is one of the best climbers. Climaxes I've seen to a movie since like Fate of the Fury. There's so much going on. This <laughs> came out four months before. Do you hear these two laughing? It's because they don't watch the Fast and the Furious movies and I appreciate how good they are. I know how. I know what they're about. They I like saw them. The only bad Fast and the Furious movie is Tokyo Drift. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. You the know what's rest funny, are amazing. I see Tokyo Drift in hotel rooms like three times. Okay, this is great when Scourge just wastes all these zombies. The, with his <laughs> AR the most American thing in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. He just comes in with cowboys, M16s, and starts yeah. shooting people. So Thor's mm-hmm. like, well, we should probably just start Ragnarok then. And they get all the people off of Asgard and give Surtur. They put Surtur's skull, helmet, crown in the infinite flame, which are two things that we definitely mentioned earlier in the podcast. We didn't mention those. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, how you start Ragnarok. But that's apparently. how you start Ragnarok. The the Solter's helmet gets put in the Solter's crown is energized by the infinite flame and Solter just becomes fucking gigantic and starts as big as as big as a house. Big as a tower, like it's as big as a mountain. Come on, guys! I thought you were with me on this. Haven't you guys seen that intro? He says it. Oh, that's what Thor says. He's like, so you get as big as a house and as big as a mountain. (laughs) I forgot about that. You guys, Thor and Surtur voices are both pretty sweet. (laughs) And now Idris Elba reminds Thor that Asgard is not a place; it's a people, and they fly away from the. Place. Asteroid belt formerly known the as place. Asgard. <laughs> in, the, in the giant ship Asgard. And uh, Thor takes his, his, his seat at the throne of the spaceship that is now carrying the citizens of Asgard. Just rising. No, no, it was, it, was, it was the shots previous to this no. where it just, does, Dude, it just does not move. Doctor Strange is going to be so fucking pissed when they come back. Oh, not just yeah. of Loki, but of every other ship back from Asgard. Yeah, it's going to be a big problem for the, the Lokester. Asberg. <laughs> And they go, and that's the end of the movie. They go to Earth, 
Richard's notes, by the way, for one of the the fight sequence that starts at the end of the movie, Thor turns into Led Zeppelin (laughs) and burns the rest of the CGI budget in a giant lightning god fight, but Hela is still alive. (laughs) (laughs) They decide to destroy Asgard and help the people escape. (laughs) Those are the notes that I have to work with. Pretty apt description of what happened, though. But that is exactly what happened. (laughs) We'll be right back with our final thoughts on Thor Ragnarok. It is I, Surtur, and I am here to bring forth Ragnarok. On these prices! So, get on your flaming chariot and ride to Asgard's vault for these world-ending prices. Magical artifacts, battle-ready weapons, and buy one, get one enchanted gauntlets. If you are not ready to go to Valhalla, then you should at least be ready for battle. Mention this ad to receive a free Yolir keychain. Buy one, get one enchantments available only on left-handed gauntlets. Well, you told me Dad died of disappointment when I was born. <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> anyway, we got... <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I think this is even going to be longer than the Miracle Mile up. We're back, we and we're here with our, with our final thoughts on Thor Ragnarok. I'm going to start, as usual, with Richard with the Richter scale. What do we got? I like this movie. Uh, it was good. It made me laugh a lot. It made me smile. It was the kind of movie that I think we start this podcast for. Lighthearted. Things happen. Some people die, but for the most part, you don't walk away from it like feeling like your life was wrecked. You know, you walk away from it feeling like you had a good time. Uh, but I didn't Miracle like Mile was rough. Miracle <laughs> Mile was really rough. Anyway, go, go, go. Sorry. It was, it was a cool movie, but it was rough. Uh, and it, it, and things, you know, I, I talked about I didn't like. You know, I thought some of the fight scenes were gratuitous. I understand these are expensive scenes and, and you're going to use what you have. So I give this movie, I give it a 7.8 on a Richter scale. All right. 7.8 on the Richter scale. What do we got from the Liz who was less enthusiastic? Oh, she looks so happy right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't have to like it. You didn't like it. I like Um, it when we fight. I thought the sets were boring. There is a sweet Led Zeppelin song, but definitely not the best Led Zeppelin song. Um, <laughs> they cut Chris Hemsworth long. Chris Hemsworth's shit. Chris Hemsworth's long hair. She cried. That, I, the only time she cried during this movie was when his hair went away. <laughs> I do not remember them cutting his shit. So. <laughs> oh man, Gross. you guys are gonna hate this, but I fell asleep during this movie twice. Um, I give it like. Three and a half stars. I'm sorry. That is that is first of all, that's not our rating. You switched system. to stars? Yeah. Wow. Is that? It's rated so low to a different all, scale. I don't care what your rating is, as long as it uses the Lister scale. Three and a half scales. Three and a half scales. It's a star search on the Lister scale somehow. Three and three quarter stars. Three and a half out of how many? Three and three quarters? Ten. Three and a half out of three and three quarters. Perfect. Uh, Patrick Dunn, do you want to use the Dunster scale, the Patrickster scale, or the special guester scale? I want to use the dumpster scale. The dumpster scale. The dumpster scale. Let's take the dumpster scale then. Take it. Bring it to us. Is bigger, gooder, or border, border, batter? It's hard for me to not just go full on like ten. For this one. I yeah. Can't think of anything to mark. You're not giving yourself any space for Thor 4. <laughs> <laughs> the Thoriest. <laughs> the Thorying. Oh, I don't man. know. <laughs> if they just give it to, to Taika again and just let him call it Thor 4, the Thoriest. <laughs> <laughs> or Thorgasm. Thorgasm. <laughs> 
No, it should just be called Cork. Yes. Door no, four, Cork returns. Let, let him hundred percent of the Cork movie. I would watch a Cork movie. Corgasm. Oh my god, I would Corgasm. watch a Cork movie for sure. Why does it work with both of those characters? Do you think that's a <laughs> design choice? Yeah. Anyway, Thor and Cork. Yeah. The dumpster scale. Patrick's final thoughts. I love this movie. I had a great time with it in the theater. I had a great time watching it in Greg's home theater the other day. It's funny. It's got a ton of great character shit. I love the design of it. I love how it feels like the creative product of a really distinct director. There's a distinct creative voice to it. It's just a blast. And it fits into the Marvel Cinematic Universe without feeling sort of slavish to the to the demands of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love it. It just checks all the boxes for me. But what does it check on the dumpster scale? Uh, okay, I'll go nine. Nine? Yeah. Wow. That's... He gave himself room for Thorgasm. <laughs> Thor, 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 Thorgasm. Thorgasm. Thor, Thor, Thorgasm. Yeah. Thor, Thor, Thorgasm. Um, I've been uh, working on my core. <laughs> your, your Korg impersonation is spot on. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Thank fan. You. Thank you for indulging me. <laughs> I want Thanos to be about to do some shit and Korg just walks out and is like, hey, man. <laughs> so you're Thanos. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing with all them stones, man? What's with the gloves? You only got four of the five. <laughs> you want to get that an issue? Scottish. <laughs> you only get four of the five. What do you do next? <laughs> <laughs> That's his Scottish brother, Scorg. Scorg. <laughs> Scottish Captain America, maybe. <laughs> Greg, how did you feel about this movie, man? Uh, good. <laughs> hey Craig, there's a spaceship over there. You want to get out of here? <laughs> so I was a big fan of this one, and we talked a little bit about it earlier, where they're giving directors some freedom to actually give their movies some personality that's not just generic. This is a Marvel movie, see? And it it paid off with this particular one. I felt like it struggled a bit with Guardians of the Galaxy, and maybe it was kind of a last-minute decision to say, you know what, have a little extra freedom. Then in this one, it, it made a world of difference. And I, I mean, I don't want to get into Black Panther, obviously, but Black Panther was head and shoulders above what I expected it to be. I've heard some good things. It's fantastic. Anyway, back to Thor Ragnarok. Really appreciate it. Loved the characters. Loved the interaction. It seemed like a lot of good chemistry between pretty much everybody that had to interact with one another in this movie. Hela being the villain and you never really see her. You never really... like. There wasn't a lot of fear there, which was fine, but weird. Um, I agree. Overall, awesome. But I'm going to give it... It's only getting an eight and a half out of 10 on the Gregster scale. So this is probably my harshest rating yet. Yeah, this is that's a real harsh rating, man. <laughs> so um, we'll be back next week with another disaster movie. It's going to be super duper. Our best friends, every horror movie on Netflix, where they suffer harder than we suffer. Yeah, they die, like, <laughs> they're the I hardest mean, we suffer. We into some bad disaster movies yeah. if people really shove them down our throats, but the, they're, they're dedicating their lives to watching every horror movie on Netflix. All right, join us next week for yet another episode of every horror... Wait, no. Every horror disaster... Every disaster movie on uh, Netflix. No. What a disaster.
Can I do an intro? Or are you going to interrupt again? Can you do an intro? Rude. No, wait, I'm going to interrupt again. No, I'm not. You can go ahead. Welcome to the next episode of the What a Disaster podcast, where we watch and review a disaster movie as close to weekly as we possibly can stand. Liz is with me. Pause for Liz to say hello. Hello. Richard is also with us. Hi, Greg. I'm not stopping for you. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our guitar? I want to put some Led Zeppelin in there, see like uh, if we can get the whole thing taken down. People. <laughs> All right, ready? Uh, are you ready to sit down and talk? Let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. We gotta. I was making sure the waveforms are drawing. It's they're doodling, doodle. Sad if they weren't doodling. Let the doodles doodle. It's recording. All you just push the button and trust. You're a fucking doodle. <laughs> That's two of those. You're going to have to edit out. You're going to have to hear those. <laughs> I love that we've been recording for 56 minutes and have watched 15 minutes of the movie. 15, and he didn't even alt-tab back to it for us to watch. <laughs> I don't need it. Who, he was crazy, but... To make himself feel better, he faked his own death, fucked his dad over, and took over Asgard. Can you edit out the over so it just says fucked his dad? Yeah. <laughs> he might have. We don't know how he got that spell into his brain. But <laughs> May have been with semen. Yeah. <laughs> Frost giant semen will yeah. confuse the Asgardian gods. Uh, how dare you? Liv Tyler's the greatest actress we've ever seen.